meandering down the long steamboat island road down far to the woodshed soon you'll be able to take overhead pictures of the magnolia just out back the way and there's even more livestock than before Nestor, Nestor continues to be a pain well I was just the other day knocked down a 4x4 wall tied with 4x4 sunk deep in the ground not quite to the bedrock but far enough reinforced with well enough cement that should generally stop a ram yet her stubborn firm noggin refuses to yield not unlike the goat across the street the one with his beard so long he's stepping on it he's got his own compound and he knows what his job is it's chickens now but one less than there was yesterday seems to be a raccoon perhaps but it was described as the head was way over there the body was over here you know if the raccoon went through all the trouble it would have been nice if he at least got a bite to eat and I've seen the best minds of my generation as I've grown as I've grown on gravelly beach and I've seen the best minds of my generation sequestered Cubicles and juries rained on at bus stops, shook down, chained a chain link, arrested his imbeciles in front of trucks bound for someplace else. A generation snuck into basements, calling pharmacies, bartering for satchels, complicated crafts to conceal the energy and guile. I've seen them lost in mountain valleys to find a wilderness with payment box, vending machine, and another inspection for your protection. You get found into catacombs from the pulpit. He pontifies a litany of assigned refinements conceived to temper and curb intellectualism akin to unemployment, academia, the enclave of those fundable or cynical. Wait, wait, stand, line up, wait, learn, move, move along, move along already. I've already told you what's wrong. It doesn't mean free to roam. Not fingerprinting, we're, we're documenting the significant, unique measurements of your fingertips. Not the liberty to pursue happiness. And you find yourself at the solid bottom of the grandest canyon, stark faced with the most ancient of conveniences, meandering up permitted towards ground cell, 100 degree day, waterfall afternoon on the briefest flat of the trail. And yonder from the fractured sycamore came the orange orb, the first full moon of the year of the pig, the frost heave, the frost heave pushes its barren evidence, lay scattered in melting snow, brown water, flooding banks. Chicken hawks turn carrion, an unbuildable wall stretched downstream, remembering only the droughts of summer. The droughts of summer late and speaking to whichever is done, whatever is done, as all is but to nurture. Hopes held with bleeding fingers, in the veins of the cold blue eastern sky. As all it is but to nurture, 
Hopes held with bleeding fingers in the veins of cold blue eastern sky and the first full moon of the year of the pig. something to believe in, something to dream, something I can hope for, though I have an interest in the truth, abandon me to my illusions. Tell me I'm rolling with the flow again. What is the manifest destiny? Keep climbing mountains, checking boxes, completing forms. These solar systems always open wide to the outside, closed to the inside. The world, for blahs and papers and anecdotes and interludes. Yes, but the frantic sleepless stretches of self-doubt, confusion, confession, remorse, regret. It's so quickly when the mercury changes. Forget it all when I'm able to clamber into the comfort trench. Create, rest, rest. A wanderer's caretaker of carcass waiting for the practicality of life to present some lapse and tension, an aligned moment to be without trying. These moments are everywhere and the only thing. Control the mental process. Hardly in mind. Tension every day, all the day. I'm not sure I care enough to find out. But now why is it that I remain, behave, behaving, trying, struggling, fighting the current? The doors open, I rely on hunches, on which, on which doors to trespass. I rely on the hunches to know which doors to trespass. Likely I'm in the wrong logical hindsight. The ability to find peace reliably, the discipline to create when circumstance dictated rather than wait, 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 struggle, pain, emotional disposal, and effort to find the fleeting moments of peace to make, create. Is this the moments of crave? Are the creations more important than peace? Can I coexist without tempering the fire and spontaneity of what I make? Is this the panacea or the pill? As you find yourself at the solid bottom of the grandest canyon, Stark faced with the most ancient of conveniences, meandering up permitted towards the ground swell, 100 degree day waterfall afternoon on the briefest flat of the trail, the solid bottom of the grandest canyon. The solid bottom of the grandest canyon, the frost heaves, Barren evidence scattered in the melting snow. Brown water, flooding banks, chicken hawks. Turn carrying an unbuildable wall stretched downstream. Remembering only the droughts of summer late and speaking to whatever is done. It's all is but to nurture. Hopes held, bleeding fingers, veins cold blue eastern sky. 
distracted. So there I was. There's this country called Palau. You know, it's not the South Pacific, I guess it's the mid-Pacific, right around the equator. A little east of the Philippines, south of Guam, west of Ponape, not too far away from Yap or Chuk or Kiribati. And that's many islands, not just one, you know, it's like hundreds of them in fact. And uh, so there I was, you know, a little adventure. And you know, sometimes when you're out and about and traipsing around by yourself, with your backpack and your, your wits and such, you know, you're stumbling along and things just aren't, you know, you're ending up crashing in a park or a field or, you know, uh, sometimes that works out great too, I suppose, but sometimes things just sort of all come together and you kind of get caught up in that, uh, well, what some people like to call flow, but, uh, you know, uh, I don't got a better word for you. So there it was. Spent the day breaking every scuba diving rule that there was one in one continual session. Scavenging for giant clams with their, which are hermaphrodite and win at Scrabble every time. Spearing fish with a teak wood spear gun all underwater like I was some kind of Micronesian superhero. And after Cooking a pot of giant clam the size of a the size of a the size of a the size of a wee melon. And pile some little bit of beer, a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of onion, grilling some fish, some parrot fish there right from the reef. Then hopping back on a boat and, and heading out through some channel. And then, for the briefest of moments, somewhere out there on the channel with a belly full of hermaphrodite clam and parrotfish, and for the briefest of moments, I'm not sure if it was minutes or hours, it finally all stopped. Finally all stopped after, after fumbling and years of fumbling and practice and sitting at shrines and meditating on mats, pouring through books by Dalai Lama, Carlos Castaneda, Herman Hesse, Gautama the Buddha himself. All those nights sleeping on the train tracks, rest stops, couches and tents, and, and futile pacing, and the chasing, and the hitching, and the hoping, and the trying. Trying so hard to, like, you know, get there. My mind racing like some kind of gerbil wheel. I'm trying to make it stop. I'm trying to put the things away. And somewhere there, under the Southern Cross, as I looked up and it was like, hey, there's the Southern Cross. This guy, Ron, this, you know, his little boat, and we're, we're quietly bobbing. And the boat, this dense, pellyloo herb in my head, the coral sides on either side of the dredged German channel popping up. It's like we're floating above the desert landscape. Hello, islands popping up like these crazy undercut heads of broccoli. 
figure out what the Germans were doing in the Pacific anyway. Well, anyway, they dredged the channel there. And there we were in the channel, coral heads popping up on either side, surrounded by these broccoli head islands, each one different with a different ecosystem from island to island. There's the island with rats, there's the island with mosquitoes, there's the islands with snakes, there's the islands with none. Kind of crazy basalt, underground caves undercut, rabbit warren caves dug by Japanese soldiers before capped after flamethrowers, the battle's bloody nose ridge. I've been there on Pelilu, I've been there on Pelilu, I've been on Angwar, it was a big battle and I had to leave because I realized I'd taken a ferry out there and the ferry didn't leave for like another two weeks. Hopped aboard a little tiny airplane, taking off from a landing strip made by the Japanese way back there in the 19-teens. Rickety pothole dirt, and you go flying off the edge of the cliff and the plane drops, and you're looking down and there's the headlands and the waves crash. Oh, shit, we're not gonna make it! The wind catches, you can see the island you're going to. You'll be damned if you can swim that. You'll end up in the Philippines before you know it. Each island with their own little eco-structures of isolation and connectedness. They're bobbing in the boat, no sound aside from the, the breeze and the water. I've been under the water, the blue corner. You know, the dive plan, it was simple. You go down deep and you come up slow. Until you see the shark and you, and you sort of forget how to breathe. You see these giant turtles and you hear them being all old and they're cruising along. You lay, hey, there's a big giant turtle. Holy, there's a shark. Well, there ain't nothing you can do at that point except for just, you know, chillax. The breeze in the water and not, not a light aside from far off fisher. Maybe bobbing with their lights for the squids. In the mind at last, like an engaged and glorious accident. Just when I stopped trying, I just stopped and I stood swaying with the craft. Gazing up as though inches from exaltation and elation. No longer grasping, no longer trying. Finally, just being. Just being with hair on end sizzling with impossible electricity, the palatable salt and circumstance like a rogue wave on a distant shoreline. The humid air yanked me skyward and pulled me all the festering hate and anxiousness and irritation like so many thorns or burrs. And it seemed like the Southern Cross itself tugged the angst as though through my follicles. It was just me and the waves and the, and the, the ocean and the, the Southern Cross and the clams and the secrets of the heavens revealed the meaning of the rocks and purpose of lettuce and the importance of air and the chemical composition of ice cream and the stream of memories. See myself dusting the Nevada desert, drop down some canyon, alcove en route to a hot springs pool. It's just another trail. Time is a tree. And this life is just one leaf.
down Steamboat Island Road on Old Man Lanker's farm. The electric fence has been disabled for the duration. For the pleasantness that no Nestor, you shall be allowed to roam freely for a brief respite on a Sunday afternoon. Bill Lenker on guitar. Bill, if these nice folks send us along a little note, would you mind sending them a CD of your music for them to enjoy? Of course. Of course. Just send along a note telling that you've left a review on those iTunes music store. And into your hands shall spring a CD of the musical stylings on guitar and vocal desires poetry for your pleasure listening. And Mr. William Lanker of Steamboat Island Road. That was, uh, well, some stories and some poems by, by me and Mr. Lanker himself. Talking about the frost heaves in Pennsylvania. And a little something from E. Cummings there at the end. So from the field of sheep, in the woodshed without a fire, this is Postcards from Gravelly Beach. Visit postcardsfromgravelybeach.com for more oral pleasure. <laughs> 